Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Search and browse more privately. Download the free DuckDuckGo app today. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Jones, Stevenson, bulldozing, touchdown. Looked like a good block in there by the tight end. Sokol, who leads the way, and New England cashes in on that Green Bay fumble on a one-yard touchdown run by Ramondre Stevenson out of Oklahoma. Good morning and a happy Sunday to one and all. This is hour number two of the 50 and Heart Radio program, doing business as the Six Rings post-post-game show. A day later, but hardly a dollar short, as we review the happenings, the action, and the cessation of game last night, suspended with 10:29 left in the fourth quarter following Isaiah Bolden's injury. On field, good news in case you hadn't heard, he did, after going to an area hospital in Green Bay, fly home with the team this morning. The team eschewing staying out in the Nashville area, rather coming home for the week, canceling the joint practices with the Titans, though next Friday night's game is still on as planned. You can join the two-way sports talk party at any point between now and 1230 before the Mass Mutual Red Sox pregame show hosted by the great Joe Weil by calling 617-779-7937. Socials at WEEI, at Jumbo Heart, at Fitzy, GFY. The calls are coming in right now, Andy. We we rejoin with Kevin Harlan's radio call last night. And boy, I got to tell you, with the summer weather like still in bloom and us getting some nice sunshine and some beachable, boatable weather this weekend, being able to like, I know you uh, dipped out for a nice little bite beforehand. I'm, uh, I was able to jump in the ocean real quick before last night. Just being able to enjoy some summertime pleasures like that, just even the littlest things with your friends and family, and then come home and just have your television, whatever your service provider or platform is. I opened YouTube TV last night, and just every box on the top of my screen was like, preseason football, and I was like, I love this. Oh, what a sweet spot this is to still have football drifting into your life, but also be able to enjoy the fruits and all the joys of summertime in New England. It's tough to beat, guy. Tough to beat. Tis the season, indeed. Tis the season. Kids are about to go back to school. Everything's falling into place quite nicely. Yes, indeed it is. And, of course, we will be with you all season long, not just on the Six Rings and Football Things podcast, but, of course, returning for our second season as the best postgame show in town. We re-debut the Six Rings postgame show 
approximately 7.30 p.m. Sunday, September 10th, following Tom Brady's return. And, of course, the Philadelphia Eagles traveling to Foxesboro to take on the New England Patriots. We rejoined Andy with the audio of Ramondre Stevenson's touchdown last night to open the scoring, mm. putting the Patriots up 7 nothing in the first quarter. Why something as simple as a couple-yard touchdown scamper from the Ramonster? Here's why. The Patriots took advantage of an early miscue by the Green Bay Packers. Jordan Love blindsided by a horrendous high early snap that sails right to the side of his chops. He's unable to recover the ball. I think it was Uche or Judon. Uh, Uche. Who, it was Uche next to Matthew Judon, yes, who uh, fell on the ball wisely, didn't try to pick it up for a scoop six, rather smartly laid down on the ball, gave possession back to the good guys. And the reason why I wanted to share the Ramondre Stevenson touchdown was I wanted us to sort of open a quick discussion on what was so positive about that. Here it is. Last year, what would often happen is the Patriots would, when another team has miscues, they were very opportunistic, as they've often been in the Bill Belichick era. Last year, that would have turned into, uh-oh, here come the red zone woes, another case of the red area troubles for the Patriots. Whereas last night, they found a way to put it into the six-point house. They scored a touchdown last night. I know it's preseason. I know it doesn't quite matter yet. None of these stats count for whatever in Bubkiss. But last night, they found a way to score a touchdown as opposed to last year when they'd be lucky if they got three points out of it as well. No, it wasn't perfect. Yeah, they probably should have even scored it sooner, but they did, and that's what matters. To me, that's the start of something tangible and real that this team needs, progress. And they didn't even need Zeke to do it. Mr. 12 touchdowns a year ago for the Cowboys was just standing on the sideline watching in Ramondre. I, I, was, I know Ramondre, I believe, had four touches. Like, he had limited duty like he should because he's all, the all centerpiece. He needed. Like, all he needed. Um, between that touchdown, okay, goal line score, punch it in, do your duty, thank you, that's how you're supposed to look. And then his run off left tackle, to me, might have been the most exciting play of the game. I think he got 23 yards. Yeah. He gets a big block from Trent Brown, who looked like flexing over the pile, Trent Brown, and Although Kendrick Trent Bourne. Brown, don't forget, I apologize for jumping in, but lest we forget, uh, 2022 Trent Brown needed to make a quick appearance when he had an offsides. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, we can get into the bad offensive line later. I was trying to be positive. I know you struggle when I try to do that. You're always trying to bring me down. I'm trying to be positive about the line and the blocking and Kendrick Bourne with a uh, crackback you, block. You, you know me too well, bro. Also, by the way, um, Trent Brown <laughs> went back to the no socks thing that actually got him in trouble last year. Remember when they threatened to kick him out of a game if he didn't put socks on and he put like these half-hearted sleeves on his calves? Well, he had fully exposed calves again last night, and uh, I don't know why he's so fixated on doing that. But anyway, what is his whole thing as somebody who has to wear compression socks for a living because I have such horrendous circulation, uh, like why Trent Brown? He's got these. His calves are like toothpicks. He's like for a guy with the massive mountain frame that he has. Every last little advantage he could possibly give to improving circulation and preventing injury, like whatever happened to prehab? Has anyone not been able to get through to him? Like, guy, just put him on. They'll, like, they'll it'll actually be better for you in the long run. Trust well, me. Well, I I feel like he's the type of guy that somebody goes, you have to wear socks, you know, and he goes, let's let's see them make me. <laughs> like he, when you tell him he has to, it makes him. I remember um, there was another guy like this. Uh, Beth L. Johnson once said, "The more people tell me to do something, the less I want to do it." He actually Beth, voiced is that. Beth L. Johnson, my wife. Right. <laughs> no, he's a player that works for Bill Belichick longer than you'd expect with that mentality. But I wonder if Trent Brown has a little bit of that. The more people tell me to do something, the less I want to do it. Yeah, I wonder something. Don't you also wonder, and back on track in a second, but like, you know, there's a certain level of opulence and wealth you can reach affluence where 
you, you probably almost think like, you know what? You know one thing I'm going to do the rest of my life? Not listen to anyone else. It's called I'm, FU money. It is. what James it, Harden it, has right now. It, yeah. it's, it's, it is. It's had. like that's that's what is the legitimate definition of FU money. I wonder if Trent Brown has FU size. Like no one's going to tell me what to do because I'm just literally I'm he's bigger right. than everyone. <laughs> and he's right. I will eat you. I will finish him. And he just yeah. squashes you on top of the head and you're done. Um yeah, so so were you not heartened by not only the the brief performance by Ramondre, but also the fact that they were able to finish him, if you will, finish the job by taking advantage of Green Bay's early miscue yep. and punching it in for seven. And they sure as poo better do that all year long because they're going to walk a fine line of competitiveness, win and loss, and they're not going to be good enough to miss opportunities, to give away opportunities. And, yeah, I mean, it's the first quarter of a preseason game. Who knows whether they do the same thing in the regular season, but – you know, you got to crawl before you can walk. Do it in the preseason before you do it in the regular season. So I do think that was something that they could uh, build up upon or feel good about. Okay, let's continue with the positives as well on the offensive side of the football. Uh, I think we saw Mac Jones last night that reminded me of Mac Jones uh, at Alabama. Now, no, he was not throwing downfield to Jalen Waddell. He was not throwing downfield to Devonta Smith. He didn't have Jerry Judy like he did in his uh, his junior season. No, he obviously didn't have uh, an absolute track team, a, a fantasy team out there with him. But they're they're just I don't know. Like, am I reading too much into it when I I sort of like felt like I could feel a little bit more confidence coming out of Mac? Like he wasn't hesitating. Billy O was sending him with a couple of plays at the line so they can do some look at me's and checks if they want. If they see a run, he can get into a pass. If they don't like this look, they can get into something else. I know, like you said, they're not even coming close to unveiling the full assortment, the grab bag of uh, of Billy O'Brien's playbook, but I, f I could just feel a different sort of energy, or at least I visualized a different energy coming off of Mac last night. That also was a good sign of things to come. Yeah, I, I, we've talked about that. I think he has full trust in Bill O'Brien, and that's where I think it starts. He used that yep. trust word early in one of his uh, meetings with the press. Um, I thought Mac on the field had a little bit of an up-and-down night. Six of nine, I think, 52 yards. I thought he missed a couple throws. Now, one, I think Parker could have given a little more effort, and maybe same, that effort would have come same. in the regular season. So maybe he's, you know, a veteran goes, yeah. In the regular season, I would lay out for that, but this is a preseason, so I'm not going to. Now, there was the throw down the right side where it was kind of halfway in between Hunter Henry and Ramondre Stevenson, and I was like, huh, I'm not even really sure who he was throwing to there, but not a great throw. Um, but no, I, I think a step in the process. Now, the next step in the process is allowing him to do his job with some faith in his offensive line, and that will uh, be an issue that I think he's going to have to deal with as we move forward. Your guy, Stuber. Um, didn't exactly oh. light it up at left tackle when he came in for Brown. Uh, City I so tweeted that at you last night to let you and everyone else know, like, okay, for now I'm good with the Stuber experiment. That's yeah, fine. I think his name was like, you know how people said Zappy Fever was in part due to being able to say Zappy, Zappy. If his name was Smith, he wouldn't have been as popular. I think <laughs> Stuber was a name that attracted people, and then they're like, oh, Oh, he was good at Michigan. He was like an All-American. Oh, Stuber's the tackle of the future. And then they watch him play, and they're like, yeah. Stuber, oh not so good. <laughs> but how how the hell was this guy like first team Big Ten, second team All American, left tackle, and he comes into his first preseason game? Doesn't just get beat, but as the guy as the defender for Green Bay races by him, he grabbed Stuber's jersey and whipped him to the ground as if Stuber doesn't weigh three hundred and twenty pounds. Like it was as bad a piece of tape as you can possibly put on film in the preseason as I think I've ever seen from somebody trying to win a backup job on an NFL offensive line.
Yeah, I um and and City So on the right side got manhandled uh, at one point as well. So um, for all the good things we can talk about with Mac trusting Bill O'Brien and Bill O'Brien having wrinkles and Kendrick Bourne and Trent Brown being engaged, the downside is the offensive line is still the biggest question mark for the team. And it's I keep saying it's a work in progress that needs more oh. work, more progress, and is running out of time. When are we going to see people? When are we going to get back out there? Uh, is a concern for them. The Six Rings and Football Things podcast, dare I say, was the first to ring the alarm bell to take it down from DEFCON 5, Mr. McKittrick, to 4 or 3 about the Patriots' offensive line. Curious, full well knowing that DEFCON 1 means dire global straits, exactly how people feel about the state of the Patriots' offensive line. Plus, did you enjoy what you saw out of Mac and the first-teamers last night as well? I see your calls lined up about the Patriots' offense, Mac Jones. And some familiar voices here on WEI who would like to talk about the Patriots' defense as well. They had some run issues out there last night, first-team-wise, and I was none too pleased to see that. We'll get to all of it in the second half of Fitzy and Hart in the Six Rings Sunday postgame show. 617-779-7937. And now, please be entertained and informed by a young gentleman who is really good at conveying sports news in brief time. It's producer Brian Frizzoco, trending now. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You're listening to Fitzy and Hart on Boston Sports Original, WEI. Good throw. Wow, what a catch. Look at him. Five for six. Boutet. No call last night of the Patriots being up 21-17 when the game was called in the fourth quarter. That right there, perhaps the most exciting moment of the game. A 
nice little dart on a slant route from backup quarterback Bailey Zappi to Kayshawn Butte, who came in hyped and heralded as potentially the steal of the draft in the sixth round out of LSU, where his early numbers were absolutely insane, and then injuries and other off-field issues derailed his promising collegiate career. Now he hooks up with the Patriots as a value add in the sixth round, along with Liberty University's DeMario Pop Douglas. We saw some pop last night, but the real pop came when Booty snagged that ball. Bad read by the safety, but you know what? Again, not his fault. His job was to make the catch and do what he could with it, and he was great at that particular route in college, and he showcased it last night, Andy, grabbing the ball and then racing 40 yards for the touchdown. You could feel the din and the excitement of Pat's Nation on the socials, on the broadcast, and beyond. I thought that was a really fun moment. And dare I say, I think we may now need to enter the discussion. Are they going to keep six receivers, or do Douglas and Booty make the team and someone like Tyquan Thornton maybe gets a little <clears throat> Foxborough flu? Well, I'm sure he'll be hurt because that seems to be the uh, nature of his status more often than not. And that's no really kidding. disappointing. Um, I mean, it's great that you get this excitement around a couple late-round rookies, but it's disappointing that it comes in some ways at a cost of the second-round speedster who should be developing into something right now and was inactive and had the diving catch and joint practices and then has to be dealt with by trainers. And it's just... He's always it's, getting hurt. Yeah, it's it's frustrating. And, and not even just the always getting hurt. That's an issue, being healthy, right. being out there, availability... But any form of consistency where you say, oh, like, oh, he can do that consistently. He can get open on this route. He can bring this to the field. There's nothing like that. And I'll give Demario Douglas credit. He does do that. Like, he has shown consistent skills. Okay, you know he has the quickness at the line of scrimmage to run some of those traditional slot routes. He's had pretty much consistent practices from day one straight through the joint practices in Green Bay. Like, consistency and reliability – um, is key in, in sort of developing and carving out a role for yourself, and it's something Thornton has none of over the last year, really, and Douglas has a lot of. Now, Booty, I think, is different, and it's Booty, not Boutte. Yeah, bo uh, I know. We all Jesus. had some issues on that for a while. It's a booty well. call. Just say booty. booty. I love booty. 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 booty, booty, booty. Booty, exactly. Uh, he's, it, you know, bootylicious. Uh, yeah. however, you, however you want to go about describing it, uh, there were a lot of people all... Like, see, the everyone saying booty call or coming up with their own booty term du jour or whatever to celebrate, that's fine. However, I think everyone, again, can we just pump the brakes? Everyone racing to say, steal of the draft, Patriots, I can't believe Belich Belichick found him, whatever. Come on now. Well, booty! Booty. Yeah, booty. no, the, everyone, everyone that says booty. this kid has already made the team, he's a star in Blossom, Steal of the draft. Those people can kiss my bootay because well, see, they should enough. say that. Like, no, no, because like, they no. were saying that on draft night with no reason, no reasoning at all. Now it's at least they have reason. Early. It's still too early, but at least there's reason. People were saying that the first week of practice when he sucked. He because could not have everyone sucked more. is desperate to latch on to something because we're because Belichick has a bad record of drafting receivers. The offense struggled still last does. year, <laughs> and then 2019. 
everyone is still pissed about not taking McLaurin in the third or uh, DK Metcalf or A.J. Brown in the second Debo. and taking Nikhil Harry at the end of the first round. And then now people are even angrier uh, or almost just as angry. And the new the new receiver anger storm brewing is watching George Pickens turn into Justin Jefferson 2.0 while Tyquan Thornton can't even lay out for a ball without injuring his, his clavicle or a, a number of soft tissues. So there... I, I, I want to talk about the receiver position. Let's let's do this now, then. All right. So, let, hold on. Let's take a call first. We want to welcome in the audience as well, because you and I could do this all day long, and we will, or at least until 1230 when Joe Wilde. <laughs> I'm out at 1230. Y'all can done. do what you want at 1230, but I'm out. 1237, I am feet in the water, <laughs> beverage in hand. What time yep. is the boat going out today? Uh, as soon as I can get to it, we're shooting for about a 1255 departure from the dock if we can get everything loaded and ready to go. See the see right now. See I, the the family is taking care of everything while Dad pays the bills uh, on this side as well, and then I sort of take over on the parenting duties until I fall asleep uh, with my feet in the sand. It's called and passing out. Towel. It's not yeah, falling it's asleep. It's called passing it, out. I, I, you, wait, listen, I have a six year old, and he continues to, for some reason not to listen to us and gets in our bed every night. So I I don't have a full night of sleep. I take three micro naps over the course of the night. So by the time I get to four o'clock. I'm exhausted, and my body's like, "Hi, uh, Rem, is there anyone around? Can I can I get 45 minutes, please?" You remember those days? I do remember those days, but I also yeah. think that the beer will contribute to you falling asleep. Oh, I'm not going to have one until at least 12:45. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, let's welcome in our fair listenership as well to the program because it is two way sports talk radio. Let's go first uh, ah to the fabulous township of Dedham. Our old pal Polly wants to talk New England Patriots and especially the defensive side of the ball. Come on, and Polly. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, Fitzy, I loved it. Yeah, to stop any of his tracks. Dumbo will listen to himself talk all day long if you let him. He's got so much me? going on between the ears. Are I you kidding me? You know I'm on the air right now with stuff. two of the most overworded people on the planet, Paulie and Fitzy. I'm just trying to squeeze a word in somewhere. <laughs> the, the, uh, excuse me, excuse me, Andy. The term is either garrulous or loquacious. Thank you very Holy much. Holy Moses! And you get, and you got, and you got to chuck it when you get on. I only get a certain amount of time. I got to chuck it. I can't let anybody cut me off. I got to just keep going, going, going. So you guys stop me, just like Fitzy did to you. Anyway. Um, yeah, you are. You might want to think of moving uh, uh, Thornton and maybe something else, maybe a draft pick or something, get a linebacker in here or uh, you know, a defensive down lineman. Um, but more, I think we more need linebackers. Um, if you, if Judon and or Bentley get hurt, we're going to be in big trouble against the run. They were getting gashed all night last night. It was sick, and they were getting pushed all around. Um, we got to do something about that. Uh, I, I don't disagree. I thought you. the Packers ran the ball when they wanted to. Um, I know yeah. Zoe. Zoe was very critical of uh, Devon Godshaw getting pushed around in there. I agree. But he's that one of the best defensive of tackles in football. I was. He told isn't. Maybe. He is not. He is not. They just said that. It does not make it true. You can't just say something and turn it into a fact. So you're going to rely on Bentley. You're going to rely. We've talked a lot about this on those big safeties to play a role in the box at the line of scrimmage in the run game. It'll be interesting to see, because we've all fixated on a lot of the young cornerbacks, right? Gonzo and Jones and the pass defense and all these quarterbacks you face. It'll be interesting to see how they are against the run, because if teams can run, then they can throw whenever they want. Then you set up Correct. the play action pass and do the RPOs and all of that stuff. So um, we might be whistling past the run defense, because I think it should be good. I think you have the bodies up front. Um, with Barmore, Godchild, like those guys should be able to stop the run, but they need Back to prove they can. Back and Davis. Yeah, although stop I hate the run. To say it. Uh, I do have a football guy question coming up in just a second, but um, 
Luke Musgrave, the rookie tight end, who I think both of us, and especially I, was high on heading into the draft, um, went to Green Bay. They took two rookie tight ends, Tyler Croft. Tyler Kraft or Croft? I apologize. Croft, I believe. Tyler right? Croft and Luke Musgrave. He put Lawrence Guy on skates on a run. That's play not good because he's that not supposed not to be a blocker. All. He's a runner. He's a he's an athlete. He's a he's a philosoph- philosophical player. If he's kicking people's ass on your defense, you might be in trouble. Yeah, that's that was that was definitely not a good look. But just a general sort of football guy question I want to ask you. Okay, I'm a football guy. Go ahead. It's right, a wham, go. Wham, football guy wham. question of the week brought to you by hopefully a sponsor yeah. that comes to comes to pass by the debut of the Six Rings post game show. Here it is. Do you believe that a good run game sets up a pass game better, or does a good passing game set up the run better? Like, which which facilitates the other more fluidly? A good run game set opening up things for the pass? Yeah, yeah. Or does a good I'm, I'm sort of archaic in that way, old school, because I think corners and safeties start to creep up and start to think about, Jesus, my guys up front are getting killed. i got to help them out, or we're going we're gonna to just be pushed all around. And then as soon as they start thinking that – play action boom somebody runs by him so i think a good run game that is consistently moving the line of scrimmage through the line in the backs linebackers and and safeties and corners just get screwed into thinking that way and then it's over for them because it's hard enough to cover the pass in this league with all the rules and the limitations if you start trying to play the run i think offenses will take full advantage of you yeah i tend to feel the same way as well though sometimes you have to wonder if uh, a passing game that is almost uh, diabolical in its presentation and impossible to defend doesn't like set. Like it used to be, the Patriots used to run to set up the pass, and then when they became a more pass-centric team, Brady opening things up with the dynamite receivers and finding people all over, picking defenses apart would set up the run game, it seems, later on to close things out. But I tend to agree with you as well. And if the Patriots have trouble up front, and again, it's only preseason game number two, that's a pretty good Packers to offensive line. That's a couple of excellent running backs in Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon as well. But I think the first run from scrimmage was like seven yards uh, off tackle or seven yards off tackle or between the tackle and guard gap. And then they get a first down and there were other big runs like the Pats did not have a lot of compete there. Do you think that that is a defensive line issue or is the need for yet another linebacker as opposed to just having a bunch of, you know, a fleet of 225 pound safeties? Uh, is is this a call for more of a linebacker, or are we just going to see Phillips, Mapu, Duggar living in the box all season? Yeah, if I think it's a line issue. I've said this. If they're going to be a good defense, I think the line has to be the foundation of that. Like they, That's a good front. There is money invested there. There's re-signings. There's second-round picks. There's, I mean, if you can't rely on that defensive front, then we're porked. Might as well be time to pack it in defensively. Yeah, uh, that was that was a little disconcerting, not going to lie. It was a little bit alarming to watch the Patriots' first-team run defense get pushed all over the field. And Zoe on the broadcast was critical of God show as well. Um, this just in, on opening day, uh, the Patriots are going to face a much better offensive line <laughs> and one of the better running teams in football. Yep. Oh, and by the way, maybe the best running quarterback in the NFL. So while we talk about... You know, oh, quick, over here. We have trouble on the offensive line. We may need to also do some reworking on the defensive line. And by the way, this may be one of the things that uh, Steve Belichick, Gerard Mayo, Bill Belichick at all, DeMarcus Covington, defensive line coach on the Patriots, can get to work on this week instead of worrying about joint practices and accommodations off-site down in Nashville. Just go <laughs> home and work on some of the fundamentals on both sides of the line. Because now that is classic Fitzy right there. 
We've talked for years that nothing is more valuable to Bill Belichick than joint practices. Yeah. He cancels them. Take care around this week. He cancels them, and you spin it as a positive that they have now have more time to take care of their own business in Fox. That is classic Fitzy right there. I am well back played, in my, my lane, baby, and I'm comfortably there. I don't think I've ever felt more comfortable, or at least not in the last hour of this program. Uh, good job. i got to try to divine the positives amidst, I would hardly say a sea of negatives, because I think we both thought there were more positives than negatives last night. Like, for example, back where we were before Paulie's call about the D-line, the wide receiver situation. You said, let's have this conversation now. we got a few minutes before break. Let's do it. How would you like to address the Patriots' wide receiver room situation at the moment? So there's a lot of layers to it. We know they don't have a true number one, so we'll skip past that layer. doesn't exist. Okay, layer two. got a play last night. It was like an end around that was immediately just eaten alive because the line just limped. He kind of slipped and limped. and He has been... um, non-factor yeah i don't know if non-factor like i just there's not a lot to talk about with him this summer like the thing that sticks out to me is a couple ugly drops in practices like really ugly wide open drops um so whatever he's gonna be he isn't it yet he's given us no reason for excitement i think Bourne has given us some reason for excitement certainly last night was a step in that direction um parker i would put sort of in the juju like yeah there's some practice catches but didn't do you know last night made a business decision who knows i want to talk about these two rookies because thornton inactive you know he's got to prove himself back in the conversation at some point why does demario douglas not play i have are they just holding do they did they decide that they stumbled upon an absolute gem with this guy they're holding him. They're just making sure he gets a couple of first team reps so he knows what it's like before they throw him out there against the Eagles. Like, are they hiding him? Are they stashing him away? Like, so, they don't want people to see what they have in mind for him because I think he would need to get steeled to the level of competition that you face with Sunday talent in the NFL. Yeah. Um, your take, which I'd love to mock as ridiculous and over the top positive, to me is the only logical explanation that they are now expecting him to have about 10 targets in the opener against the Eagles, and they don't want to put any of that on tape. They don't want to give that indication um, because otherwise it makes no sense to me. Like, we're treating this guy like he's Randy Moss 07. Like, oh, yeah, he'll be, he's good. He's ready to go. He only needs yep. two reps out there. don't want the Jets there. to see what we have in store, and then wham, right. he dominates. So that's all I can – because you don't – you know, usually case, we say – How the F did he fall to the sixth round? Um, that's another fair question. I mean, we can go down that road. They continue to be bad at drafting receivers. You should have taken him in the second round if he was this damn good <laughs> instead of waiting to the sixth. But the, usually the word stash or hide is regards to, oh, you want to cut the guy, keep him on your practice squad because you think he'll be ready midseason. You've got high hopes for him down the road. If he's on your roster as a sixth-round pick, I would think you'd want him to get reps so that he's ready, and I would throw a name out there. Different situations, but... Zach Sudfeld, the tight end who made the roster and then quickly was off the roster because he, Jonu Smith, the ball against the Bills, threw it up, like wasn't ready. And his career ended very soon thereafter. Mm -hmm. Do we know that Demario Douglas is what we think he is? Like he's the next great Patriots slot receiver. Like, they found Troy Brown all over again, bro. Get a Douglas jersey. I'll, I'll, I'll see if you can get a custom one that says pop on the back. And remember, you bring up Troy Brown, he's actually been very Parcellian in his downplaying of Pop Douglas. A couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, he was mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, everybody, blah, blah, blah. This week, I told you, he literally said, I don't have a soft spot for anybody when asked if he had a soft spot for Demario Douglas, the next slot receiver, blah, 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 similarities to him. It's, 
it's very interesting the way they are not playing him, the way they are sort of squashing uh, the narrative. It makes me believe, and I jokingly said this on Twitter with Giardi today, how, how high you drafted him in fantasy? Because it feels like they may have him slotted, pun intended, for the slot position, which could be, you know, eight to ten targets a game. Otherwise, I don't know why you wouldn't be playing him and getting him experience in the preseason. Yeah, no, I see. I honestly, I can't help but feel the same way. Like, they they must be thinking, unless he as well is super fragile, and, and that's all they have is just a bunch of speedy. Oh, wow, you really made that negative. That took a, a negative turn of I didn't see No, I suggested wow. it. I didn't exactly turn it into the entire wow. negative. That's what you want to do. Fragile. You want to seem like that to everybody, but you are not. Hold tight, please. Thank you, sir. Pop uh, is not a nickname. It's what happens well, it's to his gonna happen body when he gets out parts. of the field. Wow. So, so they must just they must just have decided that this kid is good enough to go and they don't want to put him out there. There's nothing else they need to see. Maybe just get him a, just get his toes wet, just get his hands wet, put him out there for a couple plays like this is the speed, this is how it feels. It's very different. They must just feel like they have a lot in mind for him and that's why they're not putting him out on tape. Now, if that's the case, then yeah, he should enter the actual legitimate fantasy draft discussion, but I think that's also a little too early. However, what about Malik Cunningham? See, Malik Cunningham last night, you know, the game was called with 11, uh, just under 11 minutes remaining, so who knows, maybe they would have put him in a little bit later. Zappi did get a whole lot of run, and thank God we didn't have to deal with any Trace McSorley last night. But what do you make of their usage of Malik Cunningham? Last night, He's in at receiver. He's in on special teams. I think he even did he field a punt or a kickoff. I want to say, like they are doing every, yeah. yeah, they are doing everything under the sun to give this guy as much run at every position possible. What we didn't get to see, and I still do think he makes the fifty-three, but what we didn't see last night was something I think you and I were hopeful for and had mentioned on both the podcast and Friday's afternoon show on EEI. The Patriots being on a first team or a quality second team drive and pulling the quarterback, be it Mac or Zappi, out and then giving Malik a chance to run an RPO or a zone read or maybe uh, have him actually step back and have the defense be ready for a run and have him throw the ball or have the uh, vice, vice versa. We didn't get to see that. Do you think that that is actually, is that possibly in Billy O'Brien's bag of tricks, or are they still doing everything they can to see if this kid has value on the 53? Yeah, I still think they're trying to uh, formulate a value on him and whether he's worth a 53, what he's what he can bring to a team, roster, practice squad, waivers, the whole thing. I actually wondered, was it the end of the third quarter where they were going to attempt a field goal, then they called timeout, and the quarter ended, but then it didn't end. They put three seconds back on, the whole the scoring drive, that whole thing. I wondered if Malik Cunningham was a thought there, and it didn't end up being that he was. Um, I think that was the zappy touchdown run uh, mm-hmm. to the right side. But yes, I, I am. he's really interesting in, in what I still think he's not a roster player um, personally, but the way they're handling him, and again, with 10 minutes removed, who knows what they would have done. If right. you were a conspiracy theorist, maybe Bill was like, oh, nice, so I don't have to play Cunningham, so no one will see him walk oh. in the game early. I'm just <laughs> How saying. How underhanded, saying. <laughs> nefarious, and Belichickian. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, can't, but I can't imagine them doing what they're doing with Douglas, and then I think it's even more so if they've decided that Malik Cunningham is one of their best 53. It's, it's a pretty significant projection 
uh, on their part. But he was blocking. He was being thrown to, returning kick, like the whole thing um, at the receiver position anyway. So, yeah, he's one of those interesting guys that Paul Perillo and company will be talking about on the uh, broadcast, I'm sure, in the third preseason game quite a bit. Yeah, and I got to say, as we head to break, if the Patriots are banking on not revealing too much of pop. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Douglas and not putting Malik Cunningham back under center because they have a uh, a number or like a, a special sheet of trick plays or routes and outs that they think will be positive for both of them, and that's what they're going to try to, quote, spring on the NFL early on. Oh, boy. That's, gonna, <laughs> that's all. That's what that's we're counting all on? I'm going to say. Oh, boy. 617-779-7937 is your telephone number. We will get all of Andy Hart's three up, three down, as well as analyze what we believe to be the strongest suit of the Patriots team and the position that needs the most work as they head back into a private week of team practice in Foxborough. No joint practices with the Titans following the unfortunate injury to Isaiah Bolden last night. We're with you till 1230 on a beautiful summer Sunday here in New England on Boston Sports Original 93.7 FM WEEI. From the Rubenstein Law Studios, 1-800-BOS-LEGAL. This is WEEI, New England's sports original. Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Boston's sports original. Out of Kansas State. First and ten. Look out from behind. Fumble on the play. Eden Burney! And the Packers will take over his second big defensive play tonight. As far as plays in last night's preseason game between the Patriots and Packers go, where nobody was injured, necessitating the cessation of the game, that was probably the low light for your New England Patriots on Mac Jones' final drive. Second year, if you will, red shirt rookie, uh, but second year left tackle Andrew Stuber. Stuber out of Michigan. Substituted in at left tackle to see if perhaps he could get a look on the offensive line or could be a worthy backup. Getting absolutely smoked by a Green Bay pass rusher thrown to the ground. Mac Jones blindsided. Good thing he didn't even get hurt on that one, Andy. A fumble, and yeah, the cries probably from the sideline were as loud as they were from the fan caves, breweries, and wherever everyone else was taking in the game last night. Get Mac Jones out of there. You're going to get him killed with that line. The offensive line continues to be the number one issue for this team. Has been for a while. Hopefully the team will actually catch up to the rest of our concerns. I don't think you should necessarily lean on the armchair GMs for what ails the Foxborough football team right now, Andy, but they got to do something about this team. And to everyone who replied to me and others last night with, they weren't playing a full healthy line last night, bro. Calm down. Okay, you must be watching a totally different game. Andy, we will get to your three up and three down in just a second. But first, back to the phones. Another Sunday favorite here on the program who'd like to have a word with you. Steve is in Fall River, or maybe at least that's what the call line says. Hi, Steve. Good morning. Excuse me, guys. One second. What's happening out there? 
Can you hear me, gentlemen? Hello. Yes. Yes. What's happening out there? What do you mean? You what's happening out there? I don't know. I'm I'm interested in. Uh, you guys wanted to see this Malik Cunningham in it. Would you want to see? Uh, I don't want to put words in my. Would you want to see under center? Would you want to see him do? I wanted to see him run on the field in like as you know, come in for Zappy in the middle of a drive and just see what happens. Just throw a wrinkle at him. Throw a that's wrinkle. That's not at the an defense. NFL. Fo- that's not an NFL football game. That's a circus. You're in the wrong. You're in the wrong. Well, Bill sport. Belichick has done it over that's the years, it. so I guess you think he's a uh, circus ringleader. Uh, without Tom Brady, I don't know what the hell he is. I don't know how, even how he's got a job, to be honest with you. I have Jesus. one question. I'm going to leave it at that. I want to have a, a very concise call. When they're Thank three and ten, time. Andy, let's assume yeah. they're three and ten. Humor me. They're three and ten, which is sure. a, a big stretch of the imagination. Is Bill Belichick week to week at three and ten? No, he will not be fired midseason. I think there is no chance of that happening, barring a scandal. As- at three, at three and ten, he's not week to week. Zero oh, and thirteen. Zero oh, and thirteen. I don't think he gets fired midseason. I don't think Bill Belichick is okay. being sent packing from Gillette, so they're thir- Gillette Stadium so they're midseason. Th- and they're thirty. And they're thirty-first in the league. And the Patriots and the Red Sox aren't in the top ten this year. And everybody's belaboring that. But but the Patriots are thirty-one in absolute spending, and you wonder why they're going down the drain. Are they gonna? Are they could even be according to ESPN five at the low end five wins? Oh. They got ESPN's rankings had them five wins to ten wins. There's no shot at ten wins. Five to seven, I don't know. maybe I don't eight. Know. That's where they're at. Five to eight. And okay. if you guys are all right with it, God bless you all. And I feel so bad for the season ticket holders and worse for the people contracted with these people with the club seats. If I was still a club seat holder. I'd start a damn lawsuit. Why? That's wow. what I would do if I was a cl- a club seat holder or a seat or a, or a, a, a the boxes where we have a contract and they're spending thirty one in the league and zapping everybody at the top of the scale. I'd start a lawsuit, even if it was frivolous. I'd start it anyway. I'd find a lawyer. It would be frivolous. It'd it be would absolutely be. frivolous. I and still th- I still find it. I'm sure you would, and you'd waste your own money more. And we thank you for the call, Steve. You said you wanted to keep it concise, so we'll end right there with your. The frivolous lawsuit would be just that. Uh, But, Steve, obviously, you've got a brand new lighthouse and a fabulous giant TV in the north end zone, so why not enjoy that? It'll be great to watch the Patriots down 23 to 7 at halftime against the Eagles. We jest. I don't think that's going to be that bad. Let's everyone just relax. If we can't have a little fun with it right now in the pretend season, then what is the point of even footballing, bro? Uh, Andy, before we get uh, get up to a break, let's get to your three up and three down on the game last night. Uh, I started with the offensive line. I don't care. You know, Trent Brown looked okay, but of course he did have a penalty. That said, uh, there were definitely a couple players who acquitted themselves nicely last night, and there were a couple of players who better get to work because even if we thought they had a secure spot on this team, I wouldn't guarantee it. So thumbs up. Uh, it's a few more than three because I am generally positive this time of year. So uh, mm-hmm. I don't stick to the three up, three down. That's a different website. I can give as many as I damn well. Please, Bill O'Brien, I talked about it earlier. I thought the offense gave you a sampling of what he brings to the table. You got your starters out there. And there were some flashes of Mac and Bourne and Stevenson and things that could be good, things that could be built on. Uh, RPOs and screens. We've talked about the short passing game. It will be the staple and the foundation of this offense. Ramondre Stevenson, four carries, yes. 27 yards, yes. Touchdown, yes. Um, Nice little burst play for 23 yards, yes. He is the best player on your offense. He will be the centerpiece of your offense. Some believe, maybe I am some, that he's the best player on the team. Kendrick Bourne. 
Kendrick Bourne post Matt Patricia with Bill O'Brien is happy, is contributing, he's energetic. Uh, the the thing that goes um, maybe unnoticed a little bit, you had mm-hmm. the RPO, that was great, everybody mm-hmm. got excited. You had the block that sprung Ramondre, that was great, everybody excited. Mac Jones kind of threw a ball up for grabs in the second quarter that Kendrick Bourne came back for, high-pointed, went up and got. I thought it was a textbook trust your receiver and you have reason to trust your receiver kind of play i really really liked the catch when he came back and got that so three catches 34 yards again just a little taste of what kendrick Bourne, the good very encouraging very i mean if he andy if he averages four catches a game for let's say 55 yards and a touchdown every other every third game who among us wouldn't take 70 catches for 850 yards and six touchdowns on the season from Kendrick Bourne? That would be a massive success and a return and to form from 2021. Right. That's where he was trending with him when he had all career highs in his first year here. Then and the trend fell apart. We all know why. Blah, blah, blah. Bryce Beringer, a week after I thought inconsistency in his debut, a um, couple boomers to start the game, and I don't mean old people. Nope, these are punts. These are. I thought ah. he brought some of the practice field success to game reality. Maybe it took him a little while to adjust to game setting and real live rush and all that. Um, I think you have a punter. His name is Bryce Beringer. He is a rookie. Um, and then, quick question, is, by the way, uh, before yeah. you get into the other side, this is a, a worthy question. Do you believe Bill Belichick likes Corliss Waitman? And even though he's probably made up his mind that uh, Boominger, if you will. Is, has won the job, the rookie out of Michigan State. Do you think he's giving Corliss Waitman an audition for other teams? Um, I think he may be. I think he may appreciate, you know, appreciate I the guess. NFL veteran, think he's a yeah. good player and giving him – because he doesn't – he's not bad by any stretch. He's a massive improvement over the Pilardi party. It just happens that I think they got a real one with a cannon well, for yeah, a I mean Barringer. Barringer, I think, is fine because of the season he put on tape a year ago. He led the NFL in punts. He was solid. He was good. Um, is he one of the top 32? Probably. Or maybe he's one of the top 35, and he's like one of those first calls when somebody struggles or gets hurt. Mm-hmm. I think you will see uh, Waitman probably in the league this year. J.J. Taylor I am putting on here. J.J. Taylor is just fun. He always, in the preseason, maximizes his opportunities and his touches. I think we've learned J.J. hero, though. Yeah, but he's a 4A player, um, and that's just the reality. Like, he's too good for the minor leagues. He's not good enough for the major leagues. I like J.J. Taylor. Um, had a couple catches for some plays, a couple run plays. I think he totaled, like, almost 60 yards from scrimmage. He's a fun little player. I know we look at other places where Deuce Vaughn and guys are doing these things, and maybe he's not quite as good as those guys. But you have to respect that the guy has stuck around New England this long, and every time he gets the ball, he seems to move forward. And I can't even say that about guys like Kevin Harris or whatever. Some guys that I think are bigger, stronger, whatever. J.J. Taylor always finds a way to make some plays. So for that, I wanted to just acknowledge his existence. I appreciate that, but uh, Darren Sproles 2.0, I don't think, I, I, I hardly think him to be that as well. But you know what? At the same oh. time, Kevin Harris does struggle a bit. Pierre Strong can't even make it to the field. I don't even know necessarily what injury he's dealing with right now on the roster, but to have meaningful snaps as well. Oh, I'm well. not sure they're all on the roster. When you have uh, oh, wow. Ramondre, Zeke, we'll see. We'll see where this goes. Do you keep three? Do you keep four? I mean, they cut Kevin Harris a year ago, so could they cut one of these guys? Could an IR be coming for somebody like Strong if he's dealing with an elongated head issue? I have no idea. Prolonged, okay. uh, not we elongated. Will get to... An elongated head would be different. That'd be a big hat needed. <laughs> a prolonged. <laughs> I don't think. It's gonna... I, have I got the something you can head. elongate right here. Oh, 
it's not that kind of show. Keep it clean. It's a lovely Sunday in New England, my friend. All right, we'll get to the other side, the players who did not exactly acquit themselves so well in preseason game number two last night. Plus, we'll talk about Andy Hart's fluid ranking of Patriots 1 through 90. Should there be some alterations to those rankings as well? Plus, your calls and thoughts on preseason game number two and what's to come for your favorite Foxborough football team. We'll pay the bills now. We'll catch you up with all that. We'll wrap it up with a little sports puree and all the other news, notes, and nuggets from around the wide world in New England sports before the Red Sox pregame show at 1230. This is Fitzy and Hart on a beautiful Sunday here on WEEI. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.